good, e- good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Thunderbird Eye, your weekly update on UBC Varsity Athletics, right here on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Joined alongside Olamid Olanian, I'm Jason Wang. And Ola, this past week, week four for UBC Thunderbirds football, the T-Birds battling the Saskatchewan Huskies. And there's an old sports proverb that says you can't uh, win the game at the beginning, but you can certainly lose it. And certainly UBC falling behind to a 21-0 deficit was the downfall in this uh, defeat to Saskatchewan last week as the Huskies beat the Thunderbirds 45-29. And Ola, you got to speak with uh, UBC head coach Blake Neal in the post-game media scrum. Uh, What was your impression of what he thought of the team being so flat at the beginning of this game? Well, uh, he said it himself. He said it was a disappointing performance by uh, the team. They uh, they let too much of a gap grow between them and the Huskies. And uh, yeah, he told he said that he was just gonna like you know that there's no way that they can like move past this. They're gonna have to like fix the problems that they have with their defense and their offensive line, like this weekend and like before their next game. So um, yeah. Yeah, just a disastrous first quarter to start this game last week at Thunderbird Stadium. Uh, UBC uh, yielding uh, three straight touchdowns from the Husky side in the first quarter. And that was a deficit that proved to be too deep to dig out of the rest of the game. Tried as they might, they put on a really entertaining um, game of this uh, from the second quarter on to the end of the fourth quarter. But... That uh, three-touchdown hole from the get-go just uh, was too much to overcome at the end. We'll give you some of the uh, individual highlights from this game at quarterback. Uh, Michael O'Connor played what might have been one of his toughest games, uh, even though he had really solid numbers, 335 total yards passing, 30 completions on 48 throws, connecting for one touchdown. But the downfall for him was... He was intercepted twice by the Huskies in this game. Uh, on the other side, Drew Burko, very steady game for the Huskies offense. Uh, 324 yards passing on 16 completions on 21 throws, connecting for two touchdowns as well. And the wide receiver who really burned the Thunderbirds defense the most was Jarvis Davis, uh, catching 26 passes for a total of 155 yards and both of Drew Burko's passing touchdowns connected to him. So uh, the Thunderbirds secondary really taken the school, especially in the first quarter of this game when they got scored on three touchdowns and could not come up with an answer from the offensive side of the ball. So the Thunderbirds are back on the road tomorrow battling the Alberta Golden Bears. Pardon me, this will be a Saturday game. Alberta Golden Bears in Edmonton. Kickoff uh, Saturday afternoon, 1 o'clock local time in Edmonton. This game is televised on Shaw TV. If you're a Thunderbirds football fan, be sure to tune in this game. This will be a pivotal game for the Thunderbirds to climb back up in the standings after the setback of week four last week. Yeah, and the loss drops the Thunderbirds to uh, 2-2 this season. So they've had... Uh, two wins and they've had two losses and uh, yeah hopefully they can come back from that this season. Uh, one of the bright spots for the Thunderbirds was the return of their star running back Brandon Deschamps back to the lineup. This was the first game he played since week one in a away game in Calgary when he suffered an injury and he had to miss two games since then. Uh, he 
carried the ball eight times last week in Saskatchewan for a total of 53 yards. And most impressively, uh, one of those carries, his longest of the game, was a rush for 29 yards, giving the Thunderbirds a first down on that play. Uh, overall, the Thunderbirds look to be uh, struggling to find a consistent form. We've seen, them, we've seen them play some tremendous football in their two victories so far this season uh, against Regina and earlier also as well uh, over uh, Manitoba. Uh, in week three. Uh, so it's just a matter of seeing this team put together the pieces of offense and defense uh, consistency across both sides of the ball. And Alberta Golden Bears will prove to be a great challenge. The Golden Bears so far in this conference season have had a resurgent bounce back of sorts. Uh, in most recent seasons, they've been the last place finishing team in the standings. But this season so far, uh, having Really a great bounce back here. They're right second. in the thick of the competition uh, in that uh, four-way tie for second at 2-2. Two and two. And the Alberta Dinos are the runaway conference leader undefeated through four games so far. So that'll be a great test for the Thunderbirds uh, coming up Saturday afternoon in Ed Edmonton battling the Golden Bears. Uh, Alberta, meanwhile, coming off of their Week 4 matchup, they were defeated 42-32 by the Manitoba Bisons. And that happened on Alberta's uh, home turf as well at Footfield. So Golden Bears will be surely hoping for a bounce-back game in front of their home fans, trying to uh, yeah earn redemption for that earlier home, home loss in Week 4 as well. So both teams coming into uh, Saturday's matchup with defeats and trying to make amends for that. It'll be a great matchup to see in week four on Saturday. So with that, we'll take a segment break here on Thunderbird Eye. Come back on the other side with updates from UBC Varsity women's and men's soccer, as well as a preview of UBC men's basketball's first ever tournament playing preseason ball at the Thunderbird Arena in the Doug Mitchell Thunderbird Sports Center, as well as a preview for UBC Thunderbirds women's ice hockey as well, all coming up here next on CITR 101.9 FM. Snowboard Club is a non-profit, democratic, student-run organization dedicated to promoting the sports of skiing and snowboarding and the associated lifestyle. We endeavor to make skiing and snowboarding accessible and fun by actively seeking out the best deals and discounts for our members, as well as organizing trips to local ski areas and setting up numerous social events. Come on one of our legendary trips and explore the glory of riding in British Columbia. Or join us at the bar to discover the true meaning of debauchery. Ask your roommate, ask your parents, ask the RCMP. Who has the most fun at UBC? You'll get the same answer. The Ski and Snowboard Club. Yeah. Joining the Ski and Board Club is easy. Come by our office, sub 115, anytime with some money to become a member. Your membership gives you access to all the deals offered by our sponsors, cheap beverages at our parties, an invitation to all club events, and of course, only members can come on the trips.
enjoy British Columbia's beautiful wilderness with the UBC Varsity Outdoors Club. Try your hand at hiking, backcountry skiing, rock climbing, kayaking, and much more. Whether you're a beginner or an expert, we have trips happening every week, usually at no cost. Check us out online at ubc-voc.com. here at CITR Studio One as we continue on our weekly updates of UBC Varsity Athletics here on 101.9 FM. We'll return with UBC Thunderbirds updates on women's varsity soccer first. And Ola, this past week in conference play, the Thunderbirds with two road wins uh, at UBC Okanagan and Kelowna and Thompson Rivers and Kamloops last weekend. Yeah, uh, UBC beat uh, UBC Okanagan uh, at their own home, uh, the sister school, and they beat them 2-1. Um, they usually had, like, you know, very, very, like, like their rivalries. Not, I wouldn't say their rivalries a lot, but their rivalry is very, very um, contentious, and they always, um, the games are always very, very, uh, I wouldn't say bloodless, but they are always, uh, there's always a lot of uh, sh- shuffling and, like, lots of, like, uh, not violence on the field, but, like, a lot of, Hard tackling. Hard maybe. tackling. Yeah. I don't like give the word, but like yeah, yellow um, cards maybe. Yeah, like, a lot. Of them. <laughs> yeah, but like um, the game actually saw like a really good game. Um, there was a, a goal by, <coughs> there was a goal by uh, Kim Kim Va- Kim Van Duinhoven. Uh, she was assisted by Shayla Choney in the in the twentieth minute, and uh, it was a cross off the, on the ground by uh, Shayla Choney, and then uh, Kim just finished it off and. Uh, in the in the close close of the first half, Taylor Shanick uh, scored another goal, uh, which was assisted by defender Amre Barar. Uh, she's back from uh, like for of a leave after her uh, after leave of absence, and she uh, came back with a lovely cross from and from the outside of the box, and it got to Taylor Shanick, and Taylor Shanick finished it off. Um, and then. Uh, they couldn't hold off. They couldn't shut it. Shut uh, UBC Okanagan out. Uh, UBC Okanagan came back with uh, a goal by Michelle Smith, uh, with one goal, and that was assisted by Courtney Hemerlin, uh, the shot to the right corner. But uh, the UBC Thunderbirds were able to like keep that uh, after that goal in the 71st minute. They managed to keep that goal. Uh, that's the only goal of the game from UBC Okanagan, and uh, finished off with the win. Um, then they, because they're on, they're on the road, right? So they were playing at both Okanagan, Kelowna, and they're playing at Kamloops against the Thun- Thompson Rivers University Wolfpack uh, on Sunday afternoon. Uh, and that game was actually more, more was was a better game for the UBC Thunderbirds with four goals to nothing. Uh, UBC completely shut out Thompson Rivers Wolfpack uh, with that game. They were. Uh, two goals by Jasmine Dander, the striker. Uh, she had six shots and five shots on goal. And uh, basically, the, the, the their keeper was uh, on her toes the entire time. Um, the first goal was actually by Madison Guy. Um, 
and that was her first goal of the season. And then the second goal was in the 69th minute, second half. Uh, that was Jasmine Dander's first goal, um, their third goal of the season. Um, and then the, 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 came, the Wolfpack came out in the second half, you know, with a lot of more pressure than the first half. But uh, uh, Danda just scored another, like, scored another goal uh, with a penalty kick. And uh, that kind of like ended the game for the, the Wolfpack. Uh, and then Shayla Cherney just finished off the game in like the next minute uh, after uh, a fumble, a scramble in like the, the, the half and uh, she finished it off. Um, so the UBC Thunderbirds will, uh, they finish off their two game series off campus. Uh, they will host the Regina Cougars on Friday, October 2nd uh, and the, uh, the Saskatchewan Huskies on October 3rd. And both of them will be played at uh, the David Cito Field, uh, Thunderbird Stadium. So, yeah. So, yeah, this all in all, things considered, about halfway through the conference season, it's been a tremendous uh, accomplishment already for the new head coach, Marissa Kovacs, able to inherit this team at the start of the uh, last offseason and with great results so far, seven matches into conference play, six and one record as the West Division leader in the Canada yeah. West Conference. And this uh, West Division is really already taking shape to be a four-team race among the eight teams involved. Uh, UBC uh, leads Fraser Valley by two points in the standings only and a two-way tie for third between Trinity Western and Victoria. Very close behind as well. And these four teams look like uh, they will be exactly the same four that qualify for the playoffs as the bottom four are all uh, quite far behind with uh, winning percentages uh, well uh, below 50%. Yeah, uh, and this, it's weird because like UBC last season, they, uh, they probably only had six wins by the end of the season altogether. Uh, so this is by, by far a better season. They've had only one loss and that was to Fraser Valley. Um, and yeah, they've uh, they've been consistent. They've like continued playing throughout, and they just uh, shut out. They make sure that they like they they finish the game with a good on a good on a good, on a good term. Uh, maybe um, they don't have uh, the shutouts they're looking for. They don't have the uh, perfect records that they are looking for, but they um, do manage to score the goals that they need to score, and then like hold the offense the defense the offense off. For the rest few minutes of the game. Yeah, the Thunderbirds so, yeah. so far in conference play tied with the Cascades with the best defensive play. Three goals against in their entire season combined of uh, seven matches is the uh, best defensive play of any team in the conference. And of course, as you mentioned, Ola, the uh, matchup with uh, East Division rivals Regina and Saskatchewan coming up for them tomorrow and Saturday night at Thunderbirds Stadium. These will be the only two cross-division matches the Thunderbirds will play before playoffs. And Saskatchewan looks like the stronger of the two teams. Saskatchewan is tied for the East Division lead at five wins in six matches, tied with Calgary, while Regina is in the bottom uh, half of the East Division with a record of uh, one win, three defeats, and two draws. Um, yeah, they've uh, they aren't looking as uh, I mean the the worst of the T Birds is behind them. You know they've already faced the uh, Trinity Western. They face like all the big rivals. They've I think they've also faced like all the major, um, all the major people that they could face. So um, facing off against 
uh, a kind of like weaker division, uh, a less competitive division. They yeah. only have the they only have the Calgary Dinos to, to, to face. Uh, that they should that should scare them. And uh, you know, so Saskatchewan is a good team, um, but I feel like the Thunderbirds will uh, pull through for that. And uh, I feel like they also roll over the Regina, yeah, Regina. So yeah. All right, switching over to the men's side of UBC Varsity Soccer, the T-Birds men's team this past week uh, playing on home turf at UBC, taking on the same rivals as their women's counterparts, but just playing here at UBC campus instead. Thunderbirds pulling away two home victories this past week, Friday taking down Thompson Rivers and Saturday night uh, victorious over the Okanagan Heat. Yeah, that game was a really good game. They like completely they, they didn't let any goals through the entire weekend, which is a... Uh, I mean, sorry, they, they they did let a goal in against the UBC Okanagan game, basically the same score as like their the the female counterparts. Uh, but like they've the entire season they've had like a, probably a better season. They've been undefeated the entire season. Uh, they've had one draw and uh, they've won five five games. So um, we are we are we are hoping that they keep up with that. Um, Dosanj, uh, their, their striker, is uh, their forward um, is like the leading scorer of the season. Um, UBC's leading scorer of the season, and um, um, yeah, they played a really great game for like most of the game. Um, they uh, they were for, they had uh, a 1-0 lead at, in the going into the halftime with uh, one goal from uh, Dosanj in the ninth minute, and um, the uh, in, in early in the second half, the Heat came back with a really quick passing and like dancing around in the in the half, and uh, a goalkeeping fumble uh, led to the first goal by uh, UBC Okanagan and uh, with seconds to go the Thunderbirds then scored like a last goal um, with uh, after a pass from Jules Chopin uh, found substitute Kerman Panu and he scored the game winner um, yeah the, the, the entire weekend uh, they, they made some mistakes for that last that one goal that got in but uh, they did manage to uh, score when it mattered and uh, yeah they really uh, imp- they've impressed so far with their uh, undefeated season so far. Yeah, the Thunderbirds are uh, in second place with uh, two matches in hand uh, compared to the conference leader Victoria Vikes. Uh, Vikes have four wins in seven matches. UBC have four wins in five matches. So that's decidedly a solid advantage. And the Thunderbirds so far riding a four-match winning streak. That's the longest streak of wins in the conference season currently as well that's still active and of course uh, just like their women's counterparts Thunderbirds playing very solid soccer defensively the fewest goals against of any team in the conference four goals against total combined in the five matches that they've played so far yeah uh, and I I, I really think that like they will um, definitely uh, head up against uh, UMBC next week uh, or actually this week uh, with uh, at Prince George BC and they will um, they will do pretty well and then they will obviously face the conference leader which is uh, the Victoria Vikes uh, rivals and uh, uh, top of the season uh, top of the league so um, I think that one game which is on October 9th will probably be the the season decider for for the, the Canada West League and like who uh, like gets to play at home and like during the playoffs. So, yep. Yeah. And this uh, next matchup for the UBC against uh, the Timberwolves of UNBC. The the uh, Timberwolves are the last place team in the Pacific Division with only one win in six matches. So 
Thunderbirds very much the heavy favorites having heading into that matchup. So we'll uh, take a transition from soccer to basketball now. The UBC Thunderbirds men's basketball team, of course, will be hosting the CIS National Championship Tournament uh, this coming spring season in March. So by virtue of being the tournament host, they will qualify with a berth no matter how well they do in the conference playoffs in the Canada West. And this week, they will get a chance to play in the tournament venue. This will be hosted at the uh, Doug Mitchell Thunderbirds Sports Center on the Thunderbird Arena surface. They've uh, put basketball wood floor over the ice surface where the hockey teams normally, normally play, and the Thunderbirds will be able to test out this competition site uh, in a three-game preseason tournament starting tomorrow night through Sunday. Yeah, and, and the, the the field, not the field, the court looks very beautiful. Um, I mean, I think this is the first time they've ever had a game in the Doug Mitchell Stadium. Yeah, it's the first time uh, they've configured basketball <laughs> for this venue, for sure. This yeah. uh, multi-purpose arena has hosted rock concerts, uh, festivals, uh, conventions, and even tennis uh, for Davis Cup international tournament so first time we've seen basketball here in this complex but Thunderbirds will be able to kind of take a test drive in this uh, playing surface before the tournament is officially underway later on this spring season in March and the three uh, opponents still battle will be all from the Ontario and Atlantic conferences uh, tomorrow night, uh, their matchup at 7 o'clock tip-off is against the Guelph Griffins. Then on Saturday night, Thunderbirds will take on the Ottawa GGs, certainly the most heralded team of the Ontario Conference, uh, always neck-and-neck neck with the Carlton Ravens. And then on Sunday, a matinee, 1.30 tip-off time, they'll battle the Memorial Seahawks, uh, a team from the Atlantic Conference. Yeah, uh, their season actually doesn't start until uh, November, and uh, yeah, we hope to if they face off against Alberta in their first game of the season uh, at the home game in War Memorial. So hopefully they will be able to like because uh, they have an entire they have a really long preseason going on. So like hopefully they aren't like fatigued already from like the season after all the invitationals and all the preseason games. So yeah, look forward to seeing their game against Alberta on November sixth. All right, from the basketball court to the ice surface, and the reason the Thunderbirds are have, uh, by virtue of the Thunderbirds taking the uh, Thunderbird Arena surface, playing basketball on that surface, means the women's hockey team's uh, home opening games at the Doug Mitchell Thunderbird Sports Center will be relocated to the smaller and older Father David Bauer rink. Uh, all the rinks are in the same complex at the Doug Mitchell Thunderbird Sports Center, and the Thunderbirds begin their conference season tomorrow night battling the Lethbridge Pronghorns. And this game you can tune into on our live broadcast from CITR Sports. Uh, Face-off at 7 o'clock tomorrow night from the Father Bauer Rink at the Doug Mitchell Thunderbirds Sports Center. And Ola, I'm not sure if you got to see many Thunderbirds ice hockey games from this women's team last season, but uh, this will prove to be quite the challenge for uh, head coach... Uh, Graham Thomas, the Thunderbirds have uh, quite a substantial amount of graduation turnover following the end of last season. Uh, they graduate their leading scorer, uh, Tatiana Rafter, at the end of last season, as well as their leading scoring defenseman, Sarah Casorso, who uh, was the fourth leading scorer overall on the team last season as well. Uh, both players were instrumental to the team's success on the offensive side of the puck. 
So the Thunderbirds this season uh, looking for a lot of their returning players to step up and take uh, more influential roles in terms of carrying the team's offensive play and defensive play as well. We'll just name a few of the highlighted players I think we'll be looking out for. Uh, the Thunderbirds' uh, highest scoring forwards who will return from the team from last season are Rebecca Unrau and Nicole Saxvik. Uh, combined, they scored 25 goals uh, between them in conference play last season, and head coach Graham Thomas will be certainly challenging them to set even higher performance standards uh, carrying this team's offensive play this season as well. Uh, in goal, the Thunderbirds returned both of their uh, st regularly starting goalies. Uh, Samantha Langford and Danielle Dubé uh, shared the starting goaltending workload last season. And this will prove to be maybe perhaps the uh, strongest returning uh, set of players to their team's uh, roster. And on the blue line, the Thunderbirds uh, will be relying heavily on their perhaps uh, their top two defensemen returning from last season. Kelly Murray was their second highest scoring defenseman returning from last season, uh, following behind Sarah Casorso. Uh, Kelly Murray was always uh, on the power play, uh, shooting point shots for the Thunderbirds. Uh, she uh, collected three goals and 13 assists last season. As well, uh, we'll highlight Devin Morrison as the other defenseman who's always on the Thunderbirds power play arrangement. Uh, she was also quite influential as well. Um, being a distributor of the puck on the power play formation, she had two goals, 11 assists, playing blue line last season for the Thunderbirds. And this matchup against Lethbridge will prove to be a great opportunity for the Thunderbirds to really show uh, what kind of a team they've rebuilt with lots of new recruits and new rookies added to the lineup. Uh, we'll take a segment break and we'll run past the 4 o'clock hour, a little bit long here on Thunderbird Eye. We'll come back on the other side with updates on UBC Thunderbirds women's rugby and women's field hockey here on Thunderbird Eye 101.9 FM. Uh, back here at CITR Studio One here on 101.9 FM as we finish up our weekly updates of UBC Varsity Athletics. And Ola will turn our attention now to field hockey, the women's UBC Thunderbirds varsity team this past week competing in conference play, battling the Calgary Dinos at Calgary and coming away with two road wins, 2-1 uh, over the Dinos last Saturday and 2-0 over the Dinos last Sunday. Yeah, we can see it's like a huge uh, change in their play. They've won two goals after two losses, right, against uh, University of Victoria. 
uh, they're facing they're facing University of Victoria again at home in the right field, and uh, yeah, we hope that like they have a better uh, fortune than the last time. Yeah, and scoring for the Thunderbirds against the Dinos last week, uh, Thunderbirds had Sarah Kegelovich score both of the team's goals in their two to one win on Saturday. And then in the Sunday match, the Thunderbirds had a first-half goal from Gabrielle Jamie and then a second-half goal by their uh, highest-scoring playmaker, uh, Hannah Hahn, in the 40th minute as well. Um, and goalkeeping-wise for the Thunderbirds, uh, Rowan Harris for the Thunderbirds in the clean-sheet victory in goal for EBC. And, yeah, as you said, Ola, the Thunderbirds will have a uh, one-week bye uh, this week before returning back to their home turf uh, playing. This will be basically their homecoming match, I think. The first yes, it will home match homecoming of match. the conference season uh, playing at the Thunderbird Park Complex Saturday in two weeks' time, October 10, followed by the second match of that weekend series the day after October 11, Sunday as well, battling the UVic Vikes. From field hockey to rugby, the Thunderbirds women's rugby team this past week uh, played against the, the uh, Lethbridge Pronghorns and a strange result to see in women's rugby a tie at the end of regulation time and without tiebreakers. Yeah, apparently, like, uh, it wasn't, like, an ideal outcome from uh, Maria Gallo, the head coach. And, like, I mean, she she's known for, like, you know, getting the through like the team through. Like, whether, whether or not, like, the game is hard or not, like, they always, like, just power through and, like, you know, win the game. So, um, yeah, it's probably, like, a very disappointing game for her. But, um, yeah, hopefully they can, like, get back from that. So the Thunderbirds women's rugby team... Uh on the road to Victoria this weekend on Sunday, they'll battle the Victoria Vikes. And so far, the Thunderbirds have uh, one defeat and one draw in the conference standing, looking to get onto the win column. Uh, the Canada West Conference, extremely competitive for the second playoff spot in second place. Uh, the Calgary Dinos are the so far a little bit of a runaway conference leader at three and zero. Oh. Uh, Thunderbirds are in a tie for third at one defeat and one draw with the Lethbridge Pronghorns. So that's our weekly update of UBC Varsity Athletics. So we remind you to tune us in for our live coverage of UBC Thunderbirds women's ice hockey as the Thunderbirds battle the Lethbridge Pronghorns. Tomorrow night we'll bring you that game live from the Doug Mitchell Thunderbird Sports Center here on CITR 101.9 FM.